You are listening to Off the Cuff. Now, here's your host, Adam Banks. Welcome, everybody, to the fifth anniversary of Off the Cuff. I am Adam Banks. Thank you for listening to the show. Coming at you live from Lexington, Kentucky. Amber is in the studio with me. Amber, it's been five years since Off the Cuff started. March 1st, 2014, Off the Cuff started its first episode. And here it is, March the 1st, 2019. And Off the Cuff has been on the air. And we're still coming in to the worst song in history. The reason that we're coming into this song is because it was the first song ever played on the podcast. So I just have to come into it every year. I was going to fight you on it and say, let's play Running Down a Dream. I feel like that's a good one that you like to use. I love that one. We'll, we'll go out to it. Okay. It'll be a good outro song. It's one of my favorite ones, too. And, and you know, that's weird because I feel like when we talk about some of these artists, we don't name, like, I don't feel like Running Down a Dream was a bigger song that Tom Petty had. Like, I feel, and I feel like we do the same thing with Michael Jackson. We like the songs that were off the beaten path. Yeah, we do. We do like the songs that were off the beaten path. Because Michael Jackson, people like Billie Jean, people like uh, The Way You Make Me Feel. Yeah. But we like songs like Scream. Scream. I love Scream. And PYT. I love that. And Dangerous. (laughs) I love Dangerous. But Dangerous was a big song. Kinda that we sat and watched, or the day before, because we done nine eleven. And watched the uh, ABC interview that Michael Jackson did with that one. We interviewer. watched Living with Michael Jackson, yeah. and then we also watched uh, the Super Bowl performance. It was we did we that did was a great. Performance. It was it was a great performance. But Amber off the cuff's been on the air for five years. It's been an incredible year. Episode two fifty. This is. You've done a lot of things this year. A we, lot of we things has happened. About we all have the things you've done. Yes, off the cuff had its first television uh, air date. It had its first... Uh, you had your first on-air interview, and yes. it was awesome. Yeah, it was a broadcast. It was a TV broadcast. Did you think it was awesome? It was awesome. You looked good. You looked professional. You looked confident. You looked focused. You've done really good. Thank you very much. I tell you, it was an experience being in front of the camera, being live. When that light came on, it's just like, Wow. Like, it's just a rush. It's like fight or flight. I felt like I had to do good. You performed. I performed. You when the performed. camera when the camera turned on, it was it was an adrenaline rush. But it was a good interview. The interview went well. It was a interview that Dale Hamilton was having for Knott County Circuit Court Clerk. Yep. And we did an, a one-on-one interview. It was broadcast over five different counties. Breathitt, Knott, Perry, Letcher, and Floyd, and it was on five different channels, TV 24, and it was also on the internet. The internet, you can check it out. It's got like 7,000 views. A lot of people seen that interview. It was a big moment for Off the Cuff. It was interesting being on TV, seeing Off the Cuff have its own set. It was cool. It made me want Off the Cuff to have a TV interview every single week with the show. We'd have to get you a lot of more blue jackets, though. <laughs> you helped me pick out that blue jacket. We did pick out. That was a very stressful day. It, I, it was because I didn't want to wear black. No, but I, I feel like everything that was going to fit. I didn't want to wear was gray. Was going to be black or was going to be gray. 
And I feel like we went. I feel like we ran amok in Macy's. And if you if you if you guys have never been to Macy's and shopped in the men's department, I suggest just go. Yeah. Because they will watch you like a hawk. Yeah. And if you've ever been out with Adam, you know he is very flighty. Yes. If he doesn't touch ten thousand things, he doesn't touch anything. I have to try things on too, and I'll try it on. Well, but you like you like feel textures and materials, but you'll do it like while you're walking. So he's like carelessly like knocking shit over like continuously so yeah. it's like here are you know thousand dollar ties flying off this little shelf and banks is just you know whistling on down the aisle and people are watching us and people are always watching when you. i tried on that blue jacket i knew it was the one i wanted to make my tv debut one but we had to we had to build the app the outfit yeah and i felt like we sat right there with you wearing that blue jacket and built your outfit i wore from that. i wore khaki pants i wore the shoes that i have on as a matter of fact and I wore that blue coat with a uh, the shirt that I had. I believe it was white. It was white. It was white. And and my tie. What color was my tie? Did I can't, you wear a tie? I did, but I cannot. I think it was gray. I think it was a gray tie. I believe. But the set was blue. I remember you saying that. And uh, the, it was it was interesting because you're just sitting in in front of a green screen. That's all you're sitting in front of, and. You watch the interview after post-production, and you see that they have a whole set, and it's interesting to see how that goes down. It's like episode one-something in the archives if you want to check that out. You can watch it visually or audio. But you not only made the campaign video... You ran that campaign. I did run a campaign. And I remember when you told me you were going to be running a campaign, I remember thinking, there is no way this boy is going to run a campaign. And I did. And you did. I did. And you ran a good campaign. Thank you very much. I ran a lot of commercials, too. Did you hear the commercials? You ran a lot of commercials. There were were there, th- there were three big ones, weren't they? There or were there two big ones? There were, there were like three or four big ones that I made. And then we did the interview. Yep. And then we did, uh, I took all the pictures and we posted them online i ran the facebook page yep. i i did i ran that campaign we lost but it was an experience but it wasn't a landslide loss I, I you know dale was out there his name got out there people knew what he stood for and 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 you helped him do that yeah so even if he wasn't going to win didn't win he, and unfortunately didn't win but people still knew what he was about yeah so he got to voice his opinion to everybody and you helped with that so oh, yeah it was um it was very interesting. Well, I appreciate that. Appreciate the kind words. Well, you done good. But Off the Cuff also had Facebook live broadcasts that I did during the March Madness episodes. I don't know if you watched any of those. You know I'm not a fan of the sports episodes. I know you're not, but did you see where I recorded live yes, broadcast? Yeah. I feel like I watched. It was something different. It was something the podcast did for the first time. So in that season of the podcast this past year, that's one of the landmarks that we did. I might, I won't be in your Facebook Live video, but I wouldn't mind to join this year because you've introduced me to sports heavily this year. I, oh, I have, yes. Uh, we could definitely bring sports up more per- periodically in our shows because just like tonight, we went to the Tennessee-Kentucky game, the biggest game at Rupp since, like I said. two years before. Or it has been over 102 years since Kentucky and Tennessee, which are considered to be the biggest rivals, um, have been in the top five and played. Yes. 
So it was 102 years. Tonight was history. We had college game day here again. We did second time this season. Rupp Arena was sold out. The Rupp was sold. I had never know, seen was, a crowd so hot for a game at Rupp Arena. Did you look around at the seats? Like I always like to look to see what seats are empty. Like yeah. how many people like right. didn't show up. I don't remember seeing any empty seats tonight. There was no empty seats. Rupp Arena was it was crowded. It was sold out. Rupp Arena holds what twenty three thousand people. Twenty three thousand people. It had to be sold out. And. It was deafening. It was. And we won by 12? Uh, yeah. No, it was a little more than that. It was 69. Or, yeah, 69-86. Kentucky won. We beat the number one team in the country. But unfortunately, we lost to LSU just the other day. So I think that's going to make a I difference in be, the ranking. Well, I think it'll be a little bit of balance. I would not be surprised to see us maybe land in fourth. That's what I'm thinking as yeah. well. Like right now, we're five. So I think that because we lost to LSU, which was the 16th team. So it wasn't like a bad loss. Yeah. Then we beat then the we number beat one the team. Number one. So I think that we'll move to four because it's going to definitely be the rankings next week. It's going to be Duke, Tennessee. I don't know who three be. I don't know. And then Kentucky know. be four. Yeah. But tonight was definitely – tonight was a good game. It was. And I, you know what was funny was the guy behind us. Yes. The I have never been us. kicked so hard in my butt in my entire life. He literally kicked my butt. He literally, <laughs> his toes, I'm telling you, felt the muscles in my butt because he kicked it so hard. We were, okay, we were, uh, you know, sitting there, and we were in Upper Arena. It was... Well, a, we were in that weird thing where it only goes from, like, A to M. Like, we were in, like, a smaller section and then jam-packed up. But it was there. a jam-packed smaller section. There was not a there was not any room. We were on these bleachers. And it's ridiculous that Rupp Arena is like this. This Upper Arena. They put us on bleachers. Yep. And they have us on bleachers and it was full. I was like I sat beside this little boy who was chill. He was he very was. he was I very chill. Him he clapped, anything. you know, he was chill. He didn't get on my nerves. And most, you know, little twelve year olds would get on my nerves. Yeah. So he was chill. And then you were on my right, and then next to you was, I think, some chill people, right? Yeah, the older man was getting mad because of the gentleman behind us. But the gentleman behind us. Directly behind Banks. Yeah, who was a Tennessee fan. Uh, His wife was behind me. She was a heavy UK fan. And then the husband was sitting behind Banks, heavy Tennessee fan. And she kicked me. Uh, do you remember her holding me and saying, oh, I'm so sorry. This yes. is my first game. I'm so excited. I'm like, it's fine. It's because she kicked me. But her husband kicked me. And when he kicked me, he felt so bad when well, he kicked me. He took me by, by the face and put his face next to mine and squeezed it together and said, I'm so sorry. I did not mean to kick you. So like, all I see me like is that. Banks being caressed by this <laughs> older man. Who was a Tennessee fan who had on bright orange? And he was talking so much smack. The entire game. First half, first half, second half. Yeah, he was gone. He's gone. He gone. He gone. He left after the second half. First half, he wouldn't shut up. We were up, um, let's see, we were up three almost instantaneously. We were up three. Yeah. And then we kind of held that three to six lead for... Probably the first five minutes into the second half. Right. And so the whole time, you know, we're kind of going back and forth, you know, we'll make a three, Tennessee make two. We'll make a three, Tennessee will make two. We made, what, three threes, like pretty much back to back. 
So every time they'd make it through, he'd say, "Bulls, this game ain't over with." Yeah, that's okay. That's we'll okay. come back. Yeah. That's okay. And then Kentucky get up a little bit more. He'd be like, "That's okay. Refs giving it to him. We good. Yeah, refs we good. Get, refs giving it to him." And uh, and then they'd make another thing. He'd say, "Uh oh, uh oh." Yeah. He keeps saying, "Uh oh." Where's them boys at? Yeah. Where's them boys? And and so it like, honestly oh my it gosh. reminded me of like a Beaver Creek. Circa 2000, 2002 basketball game. Those were where all of these parents. We didn't have anything else back home. No, we, honestly, all we had was this elementary school basketball team yes. tournament that we would have every year. And you know, I'm talking like Cody's mom. Yeah, you know, those those teams. Those, people. those teams back when you're in like elementary school, high school, the parents make those games yes. because of their reactions the to their reactions. to their players because they have a relationship with their players with those players it's their kids their nephews yep. cousins whatever so yeah but that fan was an obnoxious fan he kept he got sh- shut down because we kept gaining we just kept going and kept gaining going and gaining and, and uh, gaining points he left at halftime and i think he came back <laughs> kicked you <laughs> and then he bounced he kicked me, and I think he meant to, but uh, but then he felt bad immediately because he seen how mad I got when I turned around. Like I was turning around and about to say something, dude. Because when he kicked me, he kicked me so hard, I was like, "Wow!" And then that's when he like caressed me and was like, "I'm sorry, I did not." Well, mean to but kick it, you. he just kept going, and finally by that last, like you were like, "Dude, it's all right. It's okay." Because he kept apologizing. I was like, "You apologized." Yeah, because you're just like, seriously, dude, it's, it's cool. It's like, you and your wife has beat me up all game. Just chill. <laughs> just chill but out. The upper arena is rough, man. It was rough it, up there. It's rough. It's a rough world in the upper arena of rough, of rough arena. It, you know, but it was... it's a, It was a fun game. It was a fun game, and we... We won, and... We got to see some old UK basketball players. Winyan yes. Gabriel, Malik Monk... Uh, Gilchrist. Uh, Michael Kidd Gilchrist. We got to see all those guys back. They were the why. They stood out and they were the why. Big things are happening. I said at the beginning of the basketball season, I said it on a podcast, I said that this team was going to go 40-0. and Okay? That was a little outlandish. They're not. They lost four games. But this team still, I'm still sticking by it. They could win a national championship. We play, we play good tonight. We beat the number one my team boy, in the country. My boy came out with PJ 23 Washington. points tonight. Yeah. I can't even remember how many rebounds. I mean, boy came to play tonight. Yeah. And he did. He did. did he did. And he he did. done a, a, an excellent job. It was fun. Uh, this is makes our second game that we've been to. Second game we've been to together in this season. Yeah, did we sit? The first set of seats that we had was in like a uh, wheelchair section. It's in like, like so the it's, it's lower arena wheelchair. Yeah. Um, and when I bought the tickets, I just remember thinking like, okay, like we want, I want to experience sitting lower down. Uh, because I had been to a couple of other games, but I always said upper arena, so yeah. I wanted to experience lower arena because you always talk about how how much better it is. Yeah. So we snagged some tickets like right as like Christmas or Thanksgiving break. We went like the day before Thanksgiving. Yes. Like fifty bucks sitting in the wheelchair section. There's six seats, and me and Banks had the two on the end, and that was a good time. Mm-hmm. 
That it, was a good time. It was a really good time. And now we got to experience Upper Arena together. Oh. It was rough. There was, you were squeezed in. You were getting kicked. Did you get kicked, Kenny? Oh, so many times. <laughs> you get kicked. So That one guy, like, a guy came through and put his fingers in my hair. And I, like, my head jerked. Oh, no. This so. woman, when she, like, she, like, I don't know what she was doing. But when she, like, bent down, her hair went into mine. I'm like, <laughs> I hope you don't have lice. <laughs> because if she have lice, no, I have it. And my head started itching all the rest of the game because she, like, bent down. And had her hair in the mind. I haven't lost the whole time. No, like my head started itching because I said, "Man, if she has lost," but then I started thinking logically. Like I, I highly doubt this young lady behind me has lost. That's true. She was older, but I doubt she has lost. Yeah. yeah. But her hair in my head, I was like, "Dang, man, Upper Arena is rough." It was rough. Upper Arena is rough. They need to redo the seats. I would really like to see them redo the seats, but until then, I think. Uh, we're just going to have to be selective with our games so we can sit lower. Yeah. It was a good experience. We also had a really good experience the other night. Uh, everybody knows that I like to go gambling. I like to play cards. I like to play the slot machines. And in Lexington, they had the Red Mile, which is our equivalent to a casino. Uh, we just don't, minus tables. We just have... Minus tables. It's just slots. And we go out there. I never hardly went on slots. I've won a couple times. But the other night, me and you... Amber, we go out to the Red Mile. You, it was your idea. Well, so, you had conned me into going. A couple months back. A couple months back. And one of the reasons you conned me to go, and I hate saying con like that. I'm not saying that in a negative manner. But, you know, he coerced me into going uh, was because we talked about the beverages. Yeah. Beverages. They have good pop. Beverages at a casino are awesome. Yes. So, Banks was like... Yes, they have the beverages. So we had went, we've actually, this was our third time going. This was our third time going. To the Red Mile. To the Red Mile. It was your idea. You called me. I called. And I was like, oh, you you wanted to go. We had talked about it the night before. The night before you wanted to go randomly. I love going with Adam. I love going with, he's like a child (laughs) seeing like toys for the first time. Like he gets very excited. It's one of those things that makes me happy in life. I know. And I feed off of that. Yeah, so yeah, the second yeah. that he starts getting amped, I start getting amped. Yeah. So it's like for a good 30 minutes, we're both like super amped. And we're at the we're at the Red Mile. And we go in and, you know, Adam being a better expert than me at it, it's like, alright, let's go check our $5 free play. See if we got a free play. Banks, you had one. I did not. Yeah. So, we head on in, and there were these two machines that I enjoyed. You took me there my first time, and then we went back to those the second time. And we went this time, and there were people there, but they were different. It was a different machine. Remember, they didn't have the same machine side by side. Right, yeah. And uh, I remember wanting to check out the 10-cent machines. I said, let's play these machines so we can stay a little bit longer, is what I said. And I saw that there were some 10-cent machines there. We sat down, we played, we went doing no good. And you stayed beside me the whole time. Yep. We both sat down, we played the machine, didn't win, moved to another one. What hit and didn't win. And I said, these hit sometimes. These are fun. And I said, usually the ones with the lower jackpots hit more. Yep. I just was... Honestly, just pulling that out of my ass. Well, and do you remember what you said to me on the way in in the parking lot? What? 
be funny if one of us hit the jackpot. I did say that. I know. I'd say, wouldn't that be funny if one of us hit the jackpot we, in here? We, and you, done that, you do that little laugh. You're, yes. Yay. Yeah, yeah. He, he done his little laugh because he's getting, you're getting pumped. I'm we're getting, getting ready. A, we're, get, we're, we're crossing the road, so you're getting amped up. And he done that little laugh. Yes. Wouldn't it be funny if one of us hit the jackpot? And then. And in my head, I was like, and that happened. Yeah. We. And then we sit down at those machines, and I remember... It was Angel. I was on the Angel, Angel machine. Angel 1, and there was the Devil And you were one. on the Devil machine. Yeah. And there was, it was... I can't remember what it was called. And I remember sitting there playing that machine. And it's fun, because when you hit the bonus... Oh, but you, wait. The best part... When I've told this story, the best part about it is you get so mad if... You don't get the bonuses. I feel like, literally, it is like somebody has just, like, hit him with a ball and dodgeball. Because he's pissed. Yeah, when I sit there and, and I'm... vocalize it. Yeah, when I'm sitting there and I'm playing, it's like I'm playing golf. And I, like, miss the ball or, like, my ball doesn't go where I want it yep. to go. Like, when I'm playing slots and I don't hit the bonus, I get frustrated. So, I vocalize it. And he started vocalizing his frustration... For not hitting the bonus. Yeah, for not hitting the bonus. You know, I I lost my $5 free play already. I put in $20, and I'm down to like $16. And I've hit the bonus a couple times. And when you hit the bonus, what happens is you have to match three boxes. But you get to pick like from like 30 boxes. And you get to, uh, but you have to match three. And the first time you match three boxes, that's your prize. So, you have the mini, which is like $1.50. It was $1.25 on that one. You had the major, which was like $15. And then you had something super supreme, supreme, which was like uh, $200. And then you have grand, which was jackpot. Which was jackpot. Which was what was on the top of the machine. And at this particular time, it was $1,100. And I remember I hit the boxes, and I first one I hit was like grand. Second one I hit was mini. Third one when I hit was supreme. Fourth one I hit was mini. Uh, fifth one I hit was grand. Sixth one I hit was uh, mini. Mini. So you got and you got that dollar twenty five. Yeah. But that was enough to keep you going, though. It was enough to keep me going, and then I remember like getting a bonus again, and uh, and by this time you were. Amped. Amped. Like, you were super jazzed by this time. And I remember, like, uh, you were helping me pick the boxes, and then I missed it again. Then I get the bonus again. Again. And on the third time, on the third time, I hit something like... First card we turned over was was grand. Was grand. Was grand. And then second was minor. Was grand. Was second grand. You only turned over three cards. Did I hit grand, grand, grand? You hit grand, grand, grand. Remember, because I said, let's play it like Super Mario 3 flip game. I can't believe that happened. When that happened, when that happened, honestly, I couldn't face the machine because I didn't want to see what happened. When I hit grand, 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 it said, congratulations, you hit the jackpot. And all of a sudden, $1,100 came as credit to my machine. And the woman walking, I, I didn't know what to do. Well, so you turned around because like at this point, he he would not watch the machine. I was the one watching the dollar amount go up. I but couldn't watch it. I could not watch the machine. He instantly turns around to this lady and he was like, I hit the jackpot and <laughs> threw his hands up in the air. Yeah, yeah, I threw my hands up in the air and I said, I, said, I hit the jackpot. I, hit the jackpot. I <laughs> still couldn't watch the machine. And I think I, out of my peripheral, I looked over at the machine and I saw a treasure chest open yeah. with coins flying with coins out of it. Coming so out. congratulations, you hit the jackpot. Well, then... 
but then here's where the confusion starts. So Banks is asking the lady, you know, like, okay, like, so this means I got the jackpot. What do I do? And she looks at him and she says, well, it's your money. And then I was like, wait, what? Yeah, she kept saying it's your money. And, and then and then I was like, I was thinking she was going to, like, say something like, uh, it's not what you think. Yeah, or, like you, like it's only credit here in the Red Mile. It's only, like, yeah, yeah, like what are you talking about? And I was like, oh my gosh. But she, anyway, she was basically saying that the money don't have to be taxed. Yeah. So I got to keep the $1,100 already gone, already gone because I paid off a credit card. Um, it, was, it was a nice little boost for me. It was money I did not have. It the was rush, nice. it was fun. It was it was something that was interesting. I never had won that much at a casino type place, so that was cool. Eleven hundred dollars, and we got a pop and left. And the we pop. literally got a pop and left. And the pop is amazing. The pop is amazing. I love the pop of the red. But you did also take me to uh, B Dubs that night and bought my food. Well, right now I'm drinking a Mountain Dew, and what I like about these pops is that they have the larger cans. Yeah larger cans i just don't i only like pepsi in a can that's about it like if i could pick my perfect beverage it would be coconut glass bottle i don't know i don't know i think that you can't beat an ice cold pop out of the fridge like in a can you cannot beat that when your pop is really cold or you get it out of an ice chest one of those can pops it's hard like to beat back at troy's no no like getting it out of like a cooler at like a school dance. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I think they used to store them in the milk crates at Beaver when we had concession stands. They were so good. I love getting popped. I will say that every pop I got out of the machine when we were in grade school was really good. Nothing beat getting a Mountain Dew though. You know, Mountain Dew is something that I drink very rarely, but it's so good when I drink it. I know. I love it. Do you like my beard? Still not a fan. Still not a fan? Still not a fan. Do I need to trim it? I don't know. You know, after it scared me that time that I realized you had a beard. It just scared you. It just scared me. Aversion for your beard. Aversion? What do you mean? I've got an aversion for it. What's that mean? I don't like it. I don't want it. Trying to be a grown-ass man, though. David Little? Like David Little. Do you remember what he looked like, though? Yes, I can very vividly remember him. Does he have Facebook? Honestly, yes, I think he does. That's a grown-ass man. We, yeah... Why did we bring him up at the UK game? Why do we find reasons to bring him up every day now? Did we bring him up at the UK game? We did because we were talking about uh, number 22, Travis. And I said, look at him down there being a little asshole. And you said, guess how old he is? And I said, he's 18. You said, he's almost 25. And I said, he's a grown-ass man. And you said, like David Little. <laughs> I said like David Little. And then I was like, David Little. I'm serious. Like, sometimes that's why I don't feel grown. Like, I don't feel like, like I'm, 
Like, sometimes I'm just like, shouldn't I look like David Little? David Little. He had a very strong jawline. And he had that long mullet. Yeah. He fought roosters, too. Probably with Brandon. Brandon was there. I guarantee they knew each other. I guarantee it. Five years of off the cuff. Five years. You've talked about a lot of stuff. You've talked about a lot of stuff for the last five years. You have come on board just a year ago. Or two years ago. Two years ago. Two years ago. Two years ago. I wonder what your episode count is. I keep episode counts, so I need to look at it and see. I think you're still. I think we have a good idea with what we've been talking about today. Which was? You said you wanted to add a segment, and you threw out your idea, and we bounced off each other. That's going to be a good thing. We're going to throw that in there eventually. Yeah. That's going to be in future episodes. This season, this next season of Off the Cuff, it's going to be exciting. Stay tuned, folks, for the next season of Off the Cuff, because we got a lot of things coming. We've got conspiracy theories to talk about. We've got current events that will be happening that haven't even happened yet, and... Segments. Interviews. The possible Claudia Downs interview. I shouldn't even say possible. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. This interview will happen. It will happen. We should probably stop researching this so much. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we should. We've done too much research for that interview. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for listening to another episode of Off the Cup. It has been an excellent five years it's been a wonderful five years, a fun five years. Amber, I want to thank you for being a part of it. Thank you for letting me be part of it. And we'll see you next time. Uh,